Well, all right, welcome back, Wrench Nation. All you mechanical maniacs. Hanging with us every Wednesday at 4 p.m. right here from EVIT, the East Valley Institute of Technology, with my lovely co-host, Mrs. Susie Sockets. What are you doing? Hi, Frank. Yeah. I'm doing amazing, buddy. Good to see you and and, and really enjoy hanging with you guys every week. Uh, Of course, if you're catching us on uh, KFNX on a Saturday, maybe you're out there cutting the lawn. That's a Saturday chore. Maybe maybe you're looking for those car care tips. You may not get them all here. (laughs) But we truly enjoy hanging with you guys. And, of course, all you podcast maniacs on Sunday, uh, we appreciate you guys. Every week, Wrench Nation, and as we tell you, your car care questions on the live show or perhaps on our Wrench Nation Facebook means a lot to us. We want to make sure that we help you out the best we can from the knowledge of the cranial situations. Welcome back, Wrench Nation. Susie, good to see you, girl. Good and, to see you, Frank. And, you know, I was thinking of myself um, before we... Today was a busy day. It was a, one of them crazy days, but a good day. Um, I had a chance to... Every year, they invite me to go over and speak at the state capitol. It's the big distracted summit, uh, distracted driving summit. And, you know, there's there's discussions. And people are distracted driving. We Most of us... Look, we're all culprits. In fact, I had mentioned it. Those of you that say, no, I am not distracted, I call you out. We're all distracted. That's the truth of it. I, I mean, do you, your kids, what do you tell your kids you about? You know, the thing is, yeah. is that I think everything is a distraction. Unless you're 100% focused on that road and everything, I think everything, even your phone ringing, anything, Frank. Now, I get a lot, of, uh, a lot of our older folks that say, and these kids got ADD. And I'm like, wait a minute. I think I got ADD. I think we all have ADD. Well, I think it's a, we're just in a society, man, that everything comes fast and furious, and we know too much, so we're after too much. I maybe. think that's a great statement. So some of the things, and you guys can check it out. Uh, give a follow over at uh, Red Mean Stop. Uh, Barbara Hoffman, who leads this, uh, for she lost her son tragically. I think really technology needs to save us, um, no matter what. And 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 I brought up something. Privately, I didn't want to get knee deep in a, a public affair here with it, but the dopamine injection that happens—you get that notification, man. You're like, well, yeah, blah, blah. you gotta check it. I mean, you could be doing 70 miles an hour if you're not careful on the freeway, and you think you got it, but that dopamine kicks in. That's true. Zuckerberg knew about the dopamine situation. That's true. You ever get that way? I do, but you know what? On my phone, actually, I have it senses when I'm driving, so it puts me in do not disturb. That's good. Did you know that? I haven't. But I'm, I'm bad, man. I, I'm going to tell you straight up. I will actually, like, if I'm at a traffic stop, I'm a culprit. But you're at a stop. I got that app. But then I say, you're I'm not driving. I'm not driving. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. Look, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, the real deal, you guys can relate, man. If, if you have some thoughts on it, give me a call. 480-655-8870. Uh, before we get into the, the latest and greatest of news, uh, we do have to announce we're really honored and privileged, man. You know, the, the show's grown over the last uh, whatever, and, and we love talking with the spirit of other automotive uh, folks and enthusiasts. And in this case, we are super, super excited to have Matt Farrah from The Smoking Tire. Uh, Matt's an automotive journalist. Uh, I want to say independent because the man gives it the real and raw. He does. He's got some great videos out there yeah so just clear the air people i want to tell you get on over to the smoking tire if you haven't heard i'm sure you have matt's been around for a while and what we like is the real and raw i mean if i'm gonna buy a ride in whatever market i don't care if i'm soccer mom 
or if I'm individual that's looking for a nice tight ride for the weekend, I want to know what the thing's made of. Yes, you do. And Mr. Matt Farrow lets you know what it's made of. And it comes from a very uh, sincere space. And so we're going to have Matt Farrow on in a little bit. Uh, I will tell you, if you think you know how to drive, if you got some driving skillage, Susie, you got some skillage? Do you, do you think you can drive pretty good? Driving? Yeah. You know what? I I'm, I hope I don't jinx myself. I haven't had a ticket in 10 years. Knock on wood. I don't have a wood More than 10 button. years. But if you think you got good driving skills and you're, you're hanging out right now, it's not too late. An opportunity of a lifetime. Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile. They're looking for a new driver. What? What? I'm telling you. Uh, these drivers known as hot doggers. I mean, I always want I mean, I, what would you do? I mean, showing up, you pull up up into Los Angeles somewhere in a Wienermobile. Boy, you'd be the center of attention. That would be cool. I mean, what would your thought be if I pulled up with a Wienermobile and you didn't know me? What would you say to me? Oh, and, I would. I would don't you know sit, if I would say anything. I would just say, that is so cool. Can I sit in it? What's Can my, I drive it? Do you remember the old jingle? Oh, gosh. Bree, if you can find the Oscar Mayer jingle, I would love that right now. That would be therapeutic. I oh, think I you'll think agree. I think an Oscar Mayer wiener. That one? Yeah, but so I, I think so. Uh-huh. And man, I can't believe I, I, I haven't, I don't remember, I know the melody, but if you are outgoing, creative, friendly, enthusiastic, like hot dogs. I just checked off all of those. <laughs> you are a candidate, uh, and, and they really are looking for the true face of Oscar Mayer. You have through the end of the month, people. I know it's exciting. It's January 2018. Set your goals already. <laughs> to be a hot dogger in 2019. Wienermobile is calling you people. Uh, you can be a part of that. And uh, they also have uh, something about a Oscar Mayer Wiener jetpack. They're getting with technology. <laughs> I don't know if they're looking for. Uh, I'm not saying they're looking for somebody to pilot the jetpack, although that would be pretty cool. Wow. Could you imagine chilling out above? Well, we were in Malibu this weekend with you the Wheels were, and Ways yep. Fireball Tim. Now, I would have loved to show up out there with a little Oscar Mayer Wiener Fleet pack right there. That'd be exciting to see who the big wiener's going to be, right? <laughs> Coming up to coastline. <laughs> so what's happening in your world, girl? What, what do you got going on? Well, let's see here. So you went to the distracted driving this morning, like you had mentioned. Do you think music is distracting? Not, well, for me, probably. I think most people would agree it can be. I mean, you know, you can... Yeah, I mean, right. it, but it's part of who we, I mean, we play our music in our cars and right. shower. And, right. Yeah. But before all of you started listening to Wrench Nation today at 4 p.m., you were probably listening to some music, I, I would suspect. So there's a new study conducted um, by Money Barn that reveals majority of songs, they can be somewhat dangerous behind the steering wheel. What? Come on now. I mean, that's what they said about Ozzy Osbourne. They claimed that his songs created some problems. Who are these people? What is the name of this joint? It's, it's Money Barn. It's Money, Money Barn. Barn. Yeah, it's a Britain, uh, Britain's vehicle finance provider. But check this out. So they're saying songs Wait, that... wait, stop right there. British who finance what? British vehicle finance provider Money Barn. What are they? They don't know anything about music well, in a car. Well, they did a study, though, Frank. They, they did a study. Oh, wait a minute. Here, wait. All right, sing with us, people. Come on now. They like to be. Oh, yeah. Because if I were an Oscar Mayer wiener, everyone would be in love with me. That's right. Perfect. Get your 
Get your wiener. I know you guys want to be hot dogging it in a hot dog and wiener mobile. That is excellent. Good I brought job, memories Ray. back. I that brought did. Memories. So what were you saying about distractions? So, okay. So music actually with a beats per minute greater than 120 may have a negative impact on your driving results. Well, I'm a big EDM fan, so I'm all messed up. Right oh, do. man. All I can think about is like the heavy metal, my punk that I'm jamming to, and I'm just like, well, I don't know. I mean, if folks are listening to classical music, I mean, I like my fair share of Beethoven, the Fifth Symphony. Then you're probably safe. So they actually came up. But that'll drive you crazy too. It would. I mean, too much of that music, right? So they summarized the study of the five most dangerous and safest songs to listen to. The number one dangerous driving song is by Green Day, American Idiot. What? What does that sound like, Bree? Leave our boys Sounds Green like Day fun. out of it. <laughs> Come on now. Now, the safest one, they say, is by Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven. Well, that's like therapeutic. Everybody, I mean, I could, my dogs like that song. They don't even speak English. <laughs> I mean, it's, music uh, distracts. That's what they're saying. Well, it can, but everything can distract. I mean, you could have three kids in the back seat. Yeah, but they say faster music means faster driving speeds and more traffic violations. I, I could see that. Your mm-hmm. circulatory system, your heart, you think you're doing a yoga workout somewhere. That's right. I mean, I guess. True I don't story. know. True story. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what I do know, man. Uh, if you're interested in potentially buying your dream car or your daily driver back and forth to work, you probably perused on the YouTube action. And there's a lot of folks out there reviewing, but no one's reviewing like Mr. Matt Farah of The Smoking Tire. He joins us next. Stay tuned, Ranch Nation. Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, nationwide locations. You know, one of the problems that I can have working in my garage is parts aren't delivered on time. The quality isn't there. Well, guess what? Who's yelling at me? My clients, and they're likely not to come back. Well, the Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, amazing service, knowledgeable counter folks, a complete line of original equipment, parts that our customers deserve. If you're an installer, Get on to partsauthority.com. Check locations nationally near you, partsauthority.com. Well, all right, welcome back, Ranch Nation. Susie Frank hanging with you every week. And yeah, that was a headbanger. I was feeling beats per minute on that. Oh, yeah, we were jamming back. But that's okay. Like, I don't see, like, music is with context of where you're at in spirit and life. Like, I'm not going to the cemetery. Well, maybe you could headbang to the cemetery in spirit. Exactly, exactly. But does that song, it gets you wild up, doesn't it? It does. Well, speaking of wild up, man, the song, the car reviews, I'm telling you, we've got Mr. Matt Farah hanging out with us, smoking tire. Welcome to the show, Matt. How you guys doing? Good, brother. Hi, Matt. Now, now, Matt, we need your take, man. We need help. The peoples want to know, what's your take on this whole beats per minute? You ever you ever feel the same way? Like, man, i got to slow the music down. <laughs> you know, I have certain songs that that make me drive really fast but i never thought about it very scientifically you know it's just a certain a certain level of energy you know i didn't break it down to beats per minute (laughs) well that's what i'm saying what's one of those songs man well well, i'm just saying the bank of whatever this 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 uh, they don't know anything about that they did a study frank yeah well we gotta let the people know (laughs) matt as founder and host of Smoke and Tire, man, you have built an amazing platform. Uh, reviewed over a thousand cars. You've been all inside and outside from dealerships to rental companies. You even owned a car wash. And we're going to get to that project that you got going on. What inspired you, man, to get out there and, and really kick it up notches by way of having a voice that people can connect to about a real and raw review, man? Um, you know, I just, 
feel like I kind of stumbled into making videos at the right place and right time and being on kind of the leading edge of folks that began using YouTube as a platform uh, really uh, allowed me to uh, kind of grow my name uh, just in terms of uh, the sheer volume of videos that uh, I was able to, uh, to make, you know, so there's a lot of credit goes to, uh, you know, what was possible with the early years of YouTube. Uh, and then just me and, you know, my friends, my small film crew of like three people just kind of like, grinding it out for like five years well it seemed like back matt it seemed like when youtube came around it was a big deal and there was some goofy stuff going on and i think i think as you said it, it, it for those that had some insight about putting out their passion for what they're doing they could carve out a little niche and tell us about when you got started what were some of those challenges because we got a lot of we got a lot of kids here at the school we got folks tuning in on the podcast and they may want to do the same thing. What were some of the challenges you had when you started out with this? Well, <laughs> funny you use the word goofy stuff because when I started, I started by making what would be considered fairly goofy videos right now. Um, you know, there uh, in 2006 and 2007, um, you know, YouTube wasn't really a destination for a lot of automotive content. I mean, it was very new uh, and, you know, there was a lot of good, uh, well, not a lot, but there was a reasonable amount of good car cable programming. And so, um, you know, I started making videos that basically looked like skateboarding videos, but with cars. We had like a car club and just started filming these sort of like music videos we had videos our videos were this was so long ago that you could use like we used like pearl jam like as a soundtrack to a video and it's still on youtube <laughs> that's a good one we love that uh, no, like really like it's pre it was pre dcma like no copyright no copyright yeah so like we were using like major pop music soundtracks in these videos and like we they're still there like it was never a problem yeah, uh, you know that obviously changed, but but you used high energy you know, videos, right? You used very high energy music. I mean, at the time, yeah. yeah. Now I use, Matt, now Susie's I use trying to get you on the high energy. <laughs> uh, Matt, are you a beats per minute kind of guy? That's what Susie's aiming at. You you get in? You, you do you like your little fair share of EDM or no? Not so mu not so much. I'm a rock music guy. There you go. All right. Well, speaking of music. Um, before you prepare, if I could ask this, man, because again, you know, kind of hanging with the audience about what they're doing and, and sort of their, their goals of possibly hitting out of YouTube is a huge world out there. How do you prepare when you do a car review? And is there a difference between, all right, I'm doing this Lamborghini review or I'm doing this Jeep review? What frame of mind do you put yourself in before you start on that? Um, I mean, I, you know, I just try to uh, picture myself as the kind of person shopping for for a vehicle in this class of car. I mean, my specialty is sports cars more so than, you know, trucks or SUVs or family sedans. So I feel like the the I have, you know, in the beginning, it was more putting myself in the head of, uh, of the audience. Now, after, you know, 10 years of doing this, I feel like 
the people that are still sticking around are people that are relating to my thoughts for myself. So at this point in my, when I do a car, it's what do I like and what do I not like? And yeah. I feel like a, a big chunk of the audience knows enough about me and my life uh, that, that they can uh, relate to that. Or, or some of them don't, you know, some of them think I'm stupid, but, <laughs> but you know, dude, that's okay too. Like I, you said something powerful right there for a lot of our listeners, the beginnings are always messy. Right. And we have a tendency to sort of self monitor, whether we're on mic or on on film. And and all we know is that there is a drive that we can do this. We believe in what we're doing. And then the comments come in in the beginning. Like when you first like your first, you know, let's say 10 videos and maybe you've got three, four thousand subs on YouTube. I don't care what anybody says. That's a messy place in the comment section. How did you handle that? Did it affect you or you just said, you know what, screw this. I'm going to do me. Um, you know, uh, it was, it was, I asked you this, question, man, because it's yeah. actually a tough question. Cause it's no, cause you know why it's not black and, and it's white. Not, no, yeah. Um, both, both are true. I think that, I think that a, there have been constructive comments. There have been kind comments. There have been, uh, comments that are critical but written in a way that are uh, uh, reasonably enough respectful that they're worthy of taking into consideration. And then there are people who are very angry for a variety of reasons that have nothing to do with you, but they've chosen to expel that anger at whatever it is that you're doing that they find to you know subconsciously be better than whatever they're doing. You know, the problem with social media all of it, YouTube, Instagram, whatever, is that it's edited life. You it's know what edited, I mean? edited, man. That's possible, uh, yeah. Edited life is very dangerous because to a lot of people, my life looks incredibly glamorous because I'm driving these cool cars all the time. And for a long time, I was putting out a video every day. I've since dialed that back. Um, and doing that, it seems like, oh, my God, like, look at all of this crazy, you know, but you know, I'm not filming the like 40 hours a week of emails and like, Oh <laughs> yeah. And, and, and post-production. Yeah. Post-production. Yeah, and, and you know, the unpaid transit days. And so there's just a lot of stuff about edited life that isn't, isn't real. And that's, you know, that's, that's the dangerous part of social media. And that's how you end up with like haters or whatever, you know, also if you have an opinion if, you know, if you're strong enough to have an opinion and state that opinion with your real face, and your real name, there's going to be someone who's going to hide behind a username yeah. and scream at you. You know, that's that sort of life. So I, I turned off comments on my Instagram. I, and know that, I left yeah. them on, on YouTube because they on YouTube um, comments generate revenue. I mean, I'm not, you know. No, it's you, a business. Wanna, I get, yeah, yeah. But on Instagram, they don't. So I turned them off. And uh, you know what? I don't regret it. Yeah, we had. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, man. And, and we're in a similar situation with, uh, of course, our platform and then, you know, at the garage. And like in the service industry, we, we want to make sure everybody's taken care of. But we have to choose our battles. There, there, we have a lot of younger wrenches on the show. And we always say, like, you can't be a mechanic to everybody or everything like you've got to choose your battle so um 
it's really cool to see that you've evolved and sort of pinpricked because you only got so many hours a week to deal with the minutia. And what Matt Farrow really wants to do is enjoy driving, enjoy the automotive culture. And I think, yeah, I think you can get you can easily get caught up in the weeds. Um, if you're just joining in, man, we're just honored to have Mr. Matt Farrow, uh, the smoking tire. You can catch his podcast as well as YouTube. Uh, you, you guys definitely get on a YouTube. Matt, we're going to try to get you to a million subs on this show. Susie, can we get... We can, can we, certainly do can that. Can we try to do that? We're going to get... Matt, what... Maybe. Maybe? <laughs> I mean, I would be... I'd be very grateful. If you could if you could make like 120,000 people appear out of nowhere, <laughs> that would be rad. Matt, I have 120,000 friends. I'm happens, texting them now. I'm doing your show every week. Oh, yeah, no good doubt. job. <laughs> uh, I, I think I think what we just said, most most can can agree um, with kind of backing up what you started off with. Because, man, it's true blue. There's a lot of folks that are passionate about what they're doing, and they get into this whole volume. In fact, I've heard of people where they actually – We'll post up something. Oh, I didn't get any likes. I'm pulling this one down. Like, that's BS. Like, people should, the, the real and raw of what they do, I mean, that's, and, and yeah, you've got to consider an audience. I mean, if you're doing cat videos, then you're going to get the cat video audience. And so I think uh, what you said is pretty powerful. Uh, Matt, we're going to take a quick break. We want to talk about uh, your current projects and and maybe touch into, man, I want to dive into that 2002. 20 Toyota Supra, man. There's a lot of feedback online on that. Uh, so stay tuned with us, Matt. We're going to catch you on that after the break. And if you're just tuning in, stay tuned, man. We got plenty of show coming, Wrench Nation. Bolt On Technologies Automotive Software Solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt On Technology software provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real time digital reports, multi point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. If you miss bits and pieces of the show, you can catch it the entirety. We upload that uh, Sunday. We are hanging with Matt Farrow, Smoking Tile. Welcome back, Matt. Yeah, nice to be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Matt, um, you, you're, you've got over a thousand reviews. Is this correct? Car reviews? I have reviewed over a thousand cars. Yeah, I did. I did over six hundred of them in two years. Wow, that's that's yeah. running and it gunning. It was a lot. Yeah, I did so. I did so many. I got really burnt out on. It. <laughs> yeah, no, I can imagine <laughs> and that. Had to, yeah, had to uh, take a little tangent for a bit. <laughs> and well, then, I, uh, yeah, I mean, you yeah. got to keep a balance that way. I mean, I think that's another great point you bring. Like, you you can get to the point where burnout is a mother, man. I mean whatever passion you have burn out on it. And it's like, you start to question. And so, well, yeah, know, here, here's the issue. Back when we first started doing this, you know, we thought we were going to be making television on the internet. And at a certain point, it became clear that it was not going to be television on the internet. It was going to be, uh, inter well, what I call internet on the internet or what a lot of people probably <laughs> internet call it. on the internet. That's great. Um, and basically, it, it became about this race for volume of content. Yeah. And you were, you, we realized you were not going to get paid on quality. You were going to get paid on quantity. And so, all right, instead of being the Peter Luger's Steakhouse, uh, I was going to be a McDonald's. Right. And so I would have fans uh, bring cars out like five, six, seven at a time. 
and I would review their cars like like all in one day. Wow. Like and so I would like just smash out like a week worth of videos or a week and a half worth of videos like in a morning. Uh, and I removed all the editing. I just didn't edit at all. Uh, and <laughs> just wow. ran it live. Wow. And uh, and I was rewarded handsomely for that. But I I the, I still had to be there for every single one of those things, and it, it became you know quite overwhelming. And it's not like it's like physically exhausting, but like I caught myself like you know repeating myself over and over after a while. Yeah, and I was like, all right, I need to I need to chill with this and and uh, and, and and dial it back because I'm just saying the same things over and over at this point. Right in the uh, in the sports performance market. What do you find is a common mantra? I mean, we can all say, okay, horsepower, people want horsepower, but what's the common mantra that you find that kind of summarizes when somebody is looking for a sports car? What's the common mantra that they want from a sports car when you're, when you're reviewing one? Oh, man. I mean, I mean it, it, pick one or two. It's cool. I mean, you know, I'm sure there's a few, but what are they looking for that, that you see that's a commonality? You're seeing the same, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, there's, you know, there's the three-way Venn diagram, right? Good, fast, and cheap, <laughs> and uh, you only, and you only get to pick two. <laughs> you right. know, that's, so that's that's where you start from. You know what I mean? Anyone who who wants a car advice, you know, I then I then send them the Venn diagram, and it sends gives me basically their list of priorities within that category. So, you know. The kind of person, there's a person who, who doesn't care if panel gaps are an inch and a half wide if the car's <laughs> got 750 horsepower, sure. you know, and sounds like the end of the world, you know. And there's someone else who is perfectly happy with a 200 horsepower car if it's tight as a drum and the leather's soft, you know what I mean? And, sure. and so there's there's something for everybody, and and I don't I don't want to apply my personal priorities to anyone else's because my priorities have evolved. You know, when I was a kid, I wanted everything to be like a race car. And then, and then as my needs for sports cars have become more specific, I've built or bought various sports cars to fill those niches. And I think as an adult, you know, now I'm finally a little more honest with myself about what I'm doing with my own personal cars. And my cars seem a little silly to other people, but at the times that I drive my own cars, they're the right cars for those occasions. There you go. Because I'm fortunate. I get to drive, uh, you know, right now I have a, a borrowed Lamborghini in my garage. It's a, it's a press car. So, you know, and I'm drive, I drive that for a week. So I don't have to drive my own cars very often. So I'm allowed to have silly cars. Right on. And, and so right now, what car is eluding you what car are you just man it's within reach i would love to review but for some reason i can't it's not happening is there did you have times like that uh, i mean well there's a lot of those and <laughs> the most obvious is i would love to drive a ferrari f40 but i can't because when i sit in a ferrari f40 <laughs> i can't put the car into first gear or reverse because of my legs <laughs> right right so there's there's a certain uh dimensional <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So that that one eludes me. 
But, um, you know, you know, the good news is at this point in my career, I don't have to really seek out too many cars. Um, a lot of cars, uh, you know, like, like, a, like a river passing by me, uh, you know, there's a, there's a flood of cars all the time, and, and I can cast the net out and catch a few. Yeah. Um, I, I don't have to look too hard. Uh, to find good cars to drive. Right on. Um, and let me ask you, uh, I, I'm sure you're all over this. So we, we just uh, were at Barrett-Jackson. In fact, we had Craig Jackson on the show a couple weeks back. Oh, yeah, I love Craig. He's great. Craig's fun. a very, what, what we really enjoyed about Craig is, you know, he's a working man's man. Some would say, oh, Craig's got an ego and all this kind of stuff. No, man, this guy was in, in the pits. He started in the pits. He brought technology. He brought TV to the auction game and, well admired and we really enjoyed his time but you can forgive craig for having an ego the man works under a tent oh <laughs> someone someone who runs a traveling show in a tent is the exact person that should have an ego absolutely yeah. amen to that that's what we were saying the whole time but you know you people everybody has something to say but we really enjoyed it and of course our time out there uh in fact fireball tim and ken vella uh, out of Huntington Beach, uh, of course, out of Malibu, say, what up to Mr. Matt Farah? I guess you guys have run in some circles out there. Yeah, the, I'm, I'm part of the Malibu uh, car, uh, car scene, you could say, I guess. I live in Venice, but I spend a lot of time with the, uh, with the, the Porsche folks up in Malibu. Nice. We were just out there this past weekend, had a great time over at the uh, Malibu Country Mart. But they wanted to make sure oh, no. you said what up. <laughs> so, That's, but I was just there before this show. I, I drove directly home from that very spot. Wow! After sitting on the porch today at lunch. Well, we'll definitely connect in the future. But let's open up uh, uh, this 2020 Supra. What's your take on this, um, Supra fans? Not too happy about this sort of meshing of uh, BMW power plant. I mean, listen. <laughs> I mean, everybody Where's, has their take. The, but... irony, the irony of Toyota people having a purity part party when it's normally the BMW people who have a purity party and it's their parts in the car. Yeah. The, uh, the irony of that circle is just great to me. Um, no, here's the thing. BM Toyota doesn't make an inline six. Toyota, Toyota wasn't about to design a new inline six. BMW for the last few years, has made the best in line six. So it makes a lot of sense that BMW would give a powertrain to Toyota if Toyota demanded an inline six. Um, I've been saying you could, if you felt like digging through my videos, you can go find videos of BMW 335s that I did in 2014 uh, or 2013, um, where I called the, the BMW 335i you know, the, the new Toyota Supra and, and it only, I think it makes perfect sense that that car gets a BMW engine. And I think once they start taking them to the tuner shop and making like 700 horsepower, they're all going to shut their yaps. Yeah. That's going to happen. No doubt. In fact, uh, I do think the interior is very funny though. The interior being basically a, a, a decontented BMW interior, I think is very funny. Yeah. yeah. yeah have you driven the 2020 Supra yet? No, I have not. Uh, a group, and I don't think any journalist no, has yet. At least not in America. They, uh, there are a few people got to go uh, drive the Z4, the BMW version of it, uh, which is 
pretty similar, Very except similar. that it's a convertible, yeah. so the weight is going to be different. Um, but I was driving uh, better cars somewhere else at the time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good answer, Matt. Good answer. What we like to hear. Speaking of uh, better and, and sort of automotive lifestyle and car collections, you've got a project right now. I, I believe it's completed, but you have a pretty unique, super, super bunker-style safe to earthquakes and security and flash flooding. You have a storage facility that you've put together. Tell us about that. Well, unfortunately, it's not uh, It's not quite complete yet. All right. Um, it's, uh, it's under construction at the moment, and, uh, and uh, it's going to be opening for business in August. It's called uh, Westside Collector Car Storage. And, uh, you know, this is basically it's basically uh me attempting to fill a need i see in in my city in los angeles which is parking better parking uh there's a lot of collectors in this in this town that and there's just not room on the west side each for parking so i am kind of transitioning from some video stuff and you know, you've seen you've seen some people's entire channels get deleted by YouTube, and their it's whole crazy. Career ends. That I, I'll be honest with you, so. Matt. We're we're really as a brand for all of our listeners, whether it's through email, which they want, they want to be there. We sort of own and that website. Otherwise, we don't know where things are going to be two and three years right. from now. It's uh right. It's tough. So I'm parking cars. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Um, Susie and I, just so you know, if you ever need any weekend help, we're really good at like the valet. We can hold flags, whatever you need us. We we would love to check it out. Maybe uh maybe get a tour of uh in August. You said yeah. Uh yeah yeah we're gonna be open in August and we have uh, LA's first uh, indoor quad car stacking system. Nice. And we have the first quad stacking system over a basement uh, anywhere in the world. It's pretty cool. And uh, a lot of those are five cars. Yeah, you can find a lot of those uh, in New York. I remember uh, seeing those. It seems like, uh, you know, a city like New York. It's good that you're doing that. There's a there's a niche, man. I wish you well with that. Yeah. You know, by the beach, you see some some very nice houses with people who would love to have cars. But there's just like there's not driveways or backyards or anything. It's all kind of townhouse style right under the street. So there isn't really anywhere to keep things. Right. And you could have. A very nice house by the beach with a one or two car garage and no driveway. So yeah, um, you know. So hopefully, I uh, I fill it up with uh, with people who are happy that a place like this exists and uh, provide a service to people in my community. Right on. We'll follow up with you on that, man. And Matt, tell the people where they can find you, man. All of it's at thesmokingtire.com or uh, any social media platform, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, slash The Smoking Tire. Right on, brother. Thank you so much, man, for hanging. We appreciate it. We're going to connect soon in the future. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Come say hi in L.A. You Great got job, it, man. Take care. Yeah, I mean, it's nice to hear. It's nice to hear where, you know, one has kind of grown into this uh, movement where they can really enjoy what they're doing, and that's what it's all about. I like your enthusiasm. Enthusiasm's yeah. off the rails, yeah, no doubt. Stay tuned, Wrench Nation, coming up next. Frank here with Wrench Nation. We appreciate you guys tuning in every week to the Wrench Nation Car Talk Show. But did you guys know I'm not basket weaving? 
I don't do roofing. I actually own Desert Car Care of Chandler. Boy, and I've got a great team down there. If you've got car repair or maintenance needs, I invite you to stop by my garage over a cup of coffee. Maybe you've got that large estimate and you're not sure where to go. Give me a call, 480-726-6400, Desert Car Care of Chandler. pieces of the show don't forget head on over subscribe over to uh, itunes or your favorite podcast player every sunday we upload that uh also we had a series of interviews uh done at barrett jackson as well as the future classic cars show uh, of course put on by the great folks at classiccars.com that was pretty cool because that was like a whole smorgasbord of demographics all ages and i tell you I don't care what anybody says. If if I'm standing in a room and I hear somebody say, well, youngsters just don't want to drive like we used to. I'm calling that out. Hashtag BS on that one because car culture is alive and kicking. And so get on over. We invite you. In fact, we are actually putting up a little contest over on Wrench Nation Facebook. We're asking you to do two easy things. Well, maybe three. <laughs> Get on over to Facebook. Hit the likey-like on Wrench Nation. We'd love to have you over there. We're putting a lot of content out that we hope you enjoy. Hopefully, it's helpful to you. Uh, and you can participate, man. It's our show. Number two, iTunes Review. Oh, yes. I'm saying yeah. we, we are in, we are in, if this was a commercial, we'd be like, uh, we implore you to call that 1-800-ITUNES-REVIEW. Give That's us right. an iTunes Review now. But we're not going to do that. A lot of you hang quietly, and we know that, and we so appreciate that, especially hanging on the podcast. Give us a review. You know what? And do us a favor. In that review, give us an idea of some show topics, man, because I can't tell you enough. We booked some pretty awesome guests, but this show is for you guys, man. And you may, you may say, hey, I know a really cool automotive instructor that's been teaching, or I've got this drift racer guy in my or gal for that matter that lives in my neighborhood and he'd love to come on the show man it's our community so uh get on itunes subscribe wrench nation give us a review head on on to facebook because we got a contest i think we're giving out something pretty big and i can't tell you anymore we don't know what it is yet we you guys know how we roll we give out some good stuff up in here with wrench nation people (laughs) so no doubt about it uh want to also invite you to uh Make sure you tune in over the next month or so. In fact, the whole year, we're really excited. Um, I just talked to Blake Alexander earlier in the day. Of course, NHRA driver, the Pronto Rail. He's going to be hanging on the show February. We're trying to lock it in for February 20th. Of course, he's coming over to the garage to hang out. Uh, We also have Pat and Bob Bondurant from Bondurant Racing. A lot of news. That's going to be cool. A lot of Mm -hmm. news out there, and and we've... uh, We've invited them to come on, grab a couple mics, and we want to definitely uh, look back into some great history and what's the future look like for Bondurant Racing. Uh, and we've got a ton of guests coming up, so uh, we really want you guys to hang in. And you can always call in or, look, I know we didn't mention a single car care tip. And some of you had said, whether it was through privately through Wrench Nation, you've got a hold of us on a car issue that you've had. You know, you can reach us. Like, we own a professional garage. Not perfect. 
Desert Car Care Chandler. We just enjoy highlighting the beautiful stories and the wonderful peoples. But do you have a tip? Today? Yeah. yeah. Do you have a tip? I, think I you do. Can... You want to hear a tip? I'll yeah, tell you I what. Yeah, I a tip. We had a situation where Elsewhere did a clutch for this individual, the pressure plate, disc, drop, bearing, but didn't give the flywheel any attention. Now, you always got to have a flywheel with the clutch, right? Well, yeah, mechanically. That yeah, needs mechanically. To but what, you, what you're saying is, and what I'm saying is, you need to give that flywheel attention. It's like brake pads and disc rotors. Like, so either resurface it if it's within specs or replace it. Typically, unless it's a dual mass expensive one, they're cheap enough. So do it what it's right because the symptom that you're going to get, and this is what happened to this fella, I just had my clutch done. I brought it over there, and now it shudders when I initially take off. That's because we got a warped, heat-stressed flywheel. So there's your good tip, tech tip. I hope that helps. That was a great tip. Do what it takes to do the job right. And I uh, do have an announcement, uh, especially all you parents hanging out. We invite you. We invite you. My KFNX listeners on Saturday, you need to come down to the East Valley Institute of Technology. This weekend, they've got the EVIT Expo. They've been doing this for years. And they have over 40 tuition-free career training programs for your child, your youngster looking for a direction. I always said, like, get into the automotive or welding or nursing. Like, you may not become a nurse, but, man, as a secondary skill for what maybe you're doing as a full career path elsewhere, that's some good money. That's it right. sure beats working a cash register awesome on the side. Awesome opportunities at the yeah, Expo. Yeah, so there you have it. Get on to WrenchNation.tv, as we say every week. Man, we so appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Susie, any last parting words for the people? No, Frank, I think, I think I'm think i good. What about you, Frank? I'm all, well, I'm good, but... Are you going to listen to music on your way home? I'm going to pound my Ooh, head, baby. Doggy, yes, go I love day. a good pounding. I love my EDM. There you my go. My EDM familia. You know... That decadence was off the chain, and I was out there hanging with my daughter. 35 degrees out there, cold, listen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, right on. We appreciate you guys. Big shout out to Tony DeMonte, a fan of the show out in uh, New York City, and every one of you guys tuning in in the podcast land. We are so grateful for you, man. Thanks for hanging. And as I say every week, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic. 